Okay, so we have a lot of things in this week's parasha. We're going to try to talk about one year's side, if that's possible, develop it properly. We see that Abraham Abinu was looking for a shiduch for his son Yitzhak, and he tells Eliezer to go find him a wife for his son from his family. Chazal tell us that Eliezer said, Ulai lo Chazal darshan that the pasuk says, Ulai without a vav, Eli. That it's, uh, Eliezer had a daughter and he proposed to Abraham Avinu that this daughter should be a worthy and a proper wife for Yitzhak. He felt it was a good shidduch. We know that Eliezer was a very faithful person to his master. Eliezer was a big person. As I'll say that he was Boishel B'Yitzroy. He was Dole Umashke Metoratosh Metorat Rabbo. He was the Rosh Hashiva and Avram Avinu's Yeshiva. He was the one who was able to bring it out. Doyle Umashke. Ramavina was very deep. He was a tremendous philosopher. He had 400 pirakim in his Masechet Avodah Zarah. And Eliezer was the one who was able to break it up and bring it down. He was He was able to go deep. He was drawing it out, the Chochmah of Avramavina, and he gave it out to others. So he was a great man. And obviously his daughter was a tremendous Sadeket. Because the shidduch to him wasn't like not matching. And still, Abraham Avinu told him, this is not a shidduch. Why? Because you come from Canaan is Arur. There's something in your DNA. There's something in your essence. There's something in your tchunas hanefesh, which is called Arur. And if we're looking here to build Klal Yisrael, we're looking for the couple that's going to be the foundation of Klal Yisrael. So it has to have a perfect dvekus, it has to be a perfect match. In order for it to be a perfect match, it has to be Baruch with Baruch. So I want to try to understand a little bit and define what this Tchunas HaNefesh of Arur is, and what is the Tchunas of Baruch, and try to develop some what of an avoider here. We see later on in the parsha that after Eliezer completes the mission, after Abraham Avinu tells him that you're not the worthy, your daughter is not the worthy shiduch, I want you to go find the shiduch for my family. And he completes the mission with a tremendous misiru nefesh, and he goes... And then it says in the Pasuk, Bo Beruch Adonai. The Chazal tell us that when he completed that mission, that's when he was leaving from being Arur. The Tchunas HaNefesh of Arur no longer was part of him. And he came into the world of Baruch through this mission. That means, I'm sure Eliezer had a tremendous amount of serious in his life. And Eliezer had a tremendous growth process in his life. Like I told you before, Rabbi Shosalant is busy with this Chazal. 
that Eliezer was Moshe B'Yitzro Ka'avrom Avinu. To be a Moshe B'Yitzro Ka'avraham Avinu, you had to work very hard. He's a very great man, but something in this test is what cleaned him out from this Tchulus HaNefesh, what you call Arur, and made him Baruch. So a very basic thing that you do see over here is that the Mephoshim all point out when Eliezer goes and he introduces himself to Betuel, he says, Eved Avraham Anochi. That means that he came to the greatest level of Hachno to Avraham Avinu. That means you see that a attribute of Arun is that there is a bit of an ego there. And there's a bit of a Nagiyas there. That's what Abraham Avinu told him, Ma'oznei Mirma. You're calculating the Shidduch with a false way, a false scale. And that comes from a bit of an ego within the person that he only thinks about himself, obviously on a very deep level. So in this test of being able to break his own interests and not going on the mission and saying, you know, it's not working out, but to be moisa nefesh, but nefesh, to make sure that it happens. And don't think that just because you read the Torah that it was such an easy sell. It was a very complicated sell. If you look at Mechdam all the different moves that Avraham, that Eliezer had to pull. He was a good businessman. He had to pull this off against Bituel and Lavan. They weren't exactly the easiest guys to do a deal with. So there was a tremendous misinu nefesh in this whole transaction here. And he had to get them to be masking to let her come back. And they tried to kill him also, in case you don't remember. So this was a big misinu nefesh for Eliezer to do this thing, but he could have had his negis get in the way and said, listen, I tried and I failed. What do you want? But he pushed it through and when he introduced himself, he didn't come with his credentials and his abilities and his capabilities. Evel Avram Anoichi. Finish. When he was able to go through this test of Hachno Gemurah to his Odoin, to his master, that's when he was able to overcome the challenge of Arun. I want to take it a little bit deeper, but this is the starting point. We see also, when Eliezer, even though he was on a great level, but when he came to the Akedah, Abraham Avinu told him, Shivu lachem po'im ha-hamor. Am hadomel ha-hamor. Why? Because he couldn't see what Avram and Yitzchak saw. They saw the cloud by the by the mountain where the arcade is going to be, and he didn't see that. Okay, so he didn't see that. He was a very big man. Imagine a guy; he's a big man, a big man. And then you're in the base medrash with the Arizal. Yeah, Arizal. He sees Eliyahu Hanavi. That's how the Arizal knew that the Chasef Acharedim was a big man. He was a hidden tzaddik. But then one time, by a simple base Shreve, the Arizal was dancing with him. They asked him, why did you dance with him? He says, because Eliyohan Avi danced with him. So, you know, he saw Eliyohan Avi came to the 
Sivkos Beisheva, and he danced with the Haredim, so he's a big man, right? But Arizal Sual Yonovi, the other guy didn't. So imagine the Arizal turns to the guy, you Hamor, you know? You didn't see Elio Anavi? Amadomela Hamor! They didn't see Elio Anavi, you know? Calm down. Right? So, Weistachos, what we see is that to see what Avram saw and not to see what Avram saw is the question if you will mezachech yochoyme to the max. And he's telling Eliezer, you're in a different sug. You're not on a different madrega. You're a different sug. Im'onu kibneyodom. Im'arushoyim kibneyodom. Anu kehamori. That's what it says in Chazal. It's not different levels. It's different sugim. You are Arur. Arur is a different sug mensch. He is limited by his choymer. His chomrius is toifus amokam. By Avram Avinu, it's anoichi ofam eifer. By you, you're toifus amokam and you're choymer. And that's your limitation. Which is the same thing that makes the egoistic part of you something that you can't break. And therefore, we cannot make a shidduch like that. Okay? This is Nakuda of what Arur is. And with the avoid, with the tremendous avoid of Eliezer, he was able to overcome that challenge and come to Baruch. But now, let's go back a little bit, try to daher, oimik. So what was he looking for? He was looking for Baruch. Baruch means Baruch has to have the epitome of hachno to the Rabbinish level. It has to have the epitome of zichu chachoimah, that there's not one ounce of yourself that can make a rebellion in Hashem. That's what Baruch requires. Now, we know that Abraham Avinu is Midas HaChesed, and Baruch really means to overflow. It's very much connected with Midas HaChesed. Dahainu, for a person to understand that is Metzius is Lizulosoy for others, for Hashem, for others. He has to come to the epitome of Zichu Chachoimer and Achnon Anova in order to be able to be the Balchesel of Avram Avinu. And therefore, when Avram Avinu was looking for Rifkash, he has to be the Baruch. What's the criteria that he looks to find in Rifka? To see if she's a suitable wife for Yitzhak, he has to see Baruch. Where's the manifestation of Baruch in Rivka? That means the epitome of selflessness. In order to reach the highest level of Lizulasai, that's in the Chesed. That's Baruch. I need Baruch with Baruch. By Yitzchok, let's try to daher. By Yitzchok, by a man, maybe his epitome of Baruch doesn't necessarily say that in English, it doesn't necessarily manifest itself in doing chesed the whole day. It will manifest itself in other areas of Avodah, which we'll talk about. And in the woman, if you're looking for a wife, 
If you're looking for the wife that's Baruch, the manifestation of the epitome of Baruch is coming out in Chesed. But the oymik of what I'm saying, I'm saying a tifezacher, It's not the Chesed, it's that it has to come to an epitome of bittel atzmi and being dedicated to Zulasa. And I want to take the Chazal with this. The Gemara says, Noshim Bamezachyo. Women, how are they zoichet to Olam Abba? What do you mean, how are they zoichet to Olam Abba? There's a lot of mitzvahs they can do. But it's before in the Gemara that the only way to be zoichet to Tchias Amesim or Olam Abba is with the Koach of Torah. If you don't have the Koach of Torah, you're not getting nowhere. So the Gemara Shaila is Noshim Bamezachion. They don't learn Torah. So how are they going to get it? So the Gemara is Mazbir that they help their husbands and children learn Torah. So simply the way you understand that Chazal is it's like a Messiah. It's like somebody who assists someone else to have a Zichut. If somebody would come and give you a few dollars to learn in Kolel, they assisted you to learn, they have a Zichut in your learning. But the, the Kasha was that they have to have the actual Torah itself. So it has to be more than just assisting. If I assist you to buy matzahs for Pesach, I wasn't Yoytzev Achilles Matzah. I got a separate mitzvah that I helped you, assisted you to do a mitzvah. But I have to have a piece in that actual learning itself. But the kefidah that Kedah was saying over here, that they help their husbands and their children, it means that they come to the epitome of understanding that the essence of the mitzvah is for them. That's Achno Gemura. It's a amkis in a marriage. It's not stop, they let you go learn. It's an oimik in a marriage to understand that my whole metzius is for your metzius to shine. That's Bamezachia. Where the whole metzius is bottled to your metzius and then it's chad metzius mamish. Chad metzius mamish. Then their learning is your learning. Your learning is their learning. That's the Bamezachia. You see, Sarah the Chava, why would she create a Chazal say? One of the sayings of Chazal is that Hashem said that if there's going to be only a, a single man in the world, everything has a zug, everything has a partner. So there's going to be come to a mistake in minus and apikorses to think that Adam is like Hashem because he's a yochid. So the creation of Chava was ordered that there shouldn't be facilitated; there should be no sin. According to this light. That's a complete mission of Hachanah to the higher purpose. That's the godless. And that's where in a woman the beruch, the broch, the, 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 the one who's a baruch, that's where it comes out. It tells the chayus. tells the chayus in chesed. It comes out and manifests itself in mesirut nefesh to binyan haTorah. It comes out in siniyut. Today is a new thing that women get very upset about snakes. Why? Because they have a big time. I should have limitations 
Because this guy over here has issues. It's my problem. That's not the only Indian behind sneers, but there is a chelik of it. It's my thing. It's my my, my personal zakhan. You have problems? I don't know. Go to a therapist or something. Figure it out. Go lock yourself in a box. Because the, the basic fundamental that a person can be built with Zulatzai for the for the, the spirituality, and that's your godless, and that's your connection, that's your connection to Kedusha, that's your connection to Torah, that's your connection to all the spirituality. That's a woman who's Baruch. That's the godless in her world of Avoidah. We have our world of Avoidah. That in our world of Avoidah also has to be to uproot this tremendous desire within the depth of a person, of Merida, of Gaiva, of not willing to be Machnia. That's a big place of work for a, for a person. I was seeing this week a lot of nice things, and uh, Sammy got me the Shmuel Birnbaum Sefer. I have a lot of words to build with it, but I'm not going to hold you here for the whole afternoon. But one point, he says, Muridik and Nakuda, it's a whole schmooze in itself. It's an unbelievable thing. The way he touches up with Ephron and Abraham. Vaishma Abraham and Ephron. Ephron is talking, listen, I'm going to give you the Sadeh. Beni u bencha mahi. Arba meor shekel kesef. Four million dollars for the property between me and you, you know? It's nothing. Right? And then it says, Vayishma Avraham el Efron, Vayishkol Avraham Efron. He heard him, he listened to him, and he gave it to him. What do you mean? He didn't listen to him. He said, Don't give me the money, and he didn't listen to him, and he gave him the money. What did he listen? So the way he's explaining over there is, he was listening to something about Ephron. What was the, the great covet that everybody was giving Abraham? What was the great covet that they're giving him? Because Abraham was Nisi Elohim. He was a very famous person. He was a big giant in the world. So the Gemara Kedushan says that if a, a Adam Gadol takes a present from you, takes something from you, and he's giving you more than what, you, what you're giving him. If a guy, if a woman would go to Adam Gadol and give him money for Kedushin, she could be Mekudosh with the Hano that he accepted the present from her. That Adam Gadol, when you give from Adam Gadol, give an Adam Gadol, you're not really giving him, you're taking. So you're not thinking about the money. For the price of what you're getting in return, you're not thinking about the money, that's like nothing in comparison. He said, if Ephraim was thinking how much this is going to cost him, that means he didn't think he was getting, he thought he was giving. And he goes into all shmuz that, but then he brings in an amazing thing. He says, when you sit down to learn, do you think you're giving to Hashem? Or you think that you're getting? The opportunity, if he says, if a guy feels his mysterious nefesh for learning... If he feels the price he has to pay, then he don't understand that he's getting, he's not giving. It's very deep, you sight. And avoid that. Because if you realize, 
or what that is that Hashem gave you the opportunity to serve Him, then you're not giving anything. You're getting an opportunity that's ancient to so you, you can't even think about what you're giving. That could come also from a mile of being machliyeh yourself, There's many areas in life where a person feels he gets tested, and then he comes to you and he complains that his tests are difficult. My wife, she's this, she's that. And then you say to him, well, the wife you married was the wife Hashem gave you. Me Hashem ish. That means he gave it his wife with these things, and that's your avoida. And then he says, Michael Tavis avoida, you know, how much avoida? Chakras avoida, Mincha avoida, Mayrim avoida, Forsayda avoida, Learning avoida, Tazovuti avoida. Give me two inches of my own space that I don't have to have avoida. That's Arud. The Baruch, the Tachlis, the, 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 come to the epitome of Baruch is, Eved Hashem Anoichi. That's it. One more vote, you want? On this Nikud, there's another Kenechin of Shmuel, which is Mamish unbelievable. He brings down, the Rabbeinu Yoyda says, that the tenth test of Abraham Avinu, is, the fact that he had to find a burial place for his wife, Hashem already told him, I'm giving you that, it's Israel, it's yours. Find a burial place for his wife, he can't find one until he pays a tremendous amount of money. Question. That means according to him, the ninth one was the Akeda, this is the tenth one. And the Rabbi Yoyim himself says, Mephurish, that there was no test like the ninth one. That was the biggest, Shebekula. It was a bomb. And that one Hashem said to him, Atayadati That was a bomb. So basically this one afterwards like a featherweight in comparison to what he just went through. So why is this number 10? You know, you're supposed to get harder and harder. So he says, the word is, if the 10th test that wasn't so hard, the fact that it came after the 9th, that's what was the Shvekai. He gives a marshal. He says, imagine you take a guy, you want to build a building, right? We want to build a building here, right? So you sit a guy down and you work him over and you, you know, you press him to the limit, you know, and you get a million dollars out of him. God, a million dollars? Listen, it's a tzayrich, we need you, you know? Okay, fine. You stretch him to the mill. Okay, he gives you the mill. Then you call him back a week later and say, um, you want to sponsor the coffee 500? The guy's like, one second, you know what I'm saying? But it's only $500. It's nothing. It's $500. It's a 500 after the mill. So the point is you took Avram Avinu to the max. Now, give me some space. Give me a mockum. There has to be another test. No mockum for, for, for anything. So now we see that Abraham Avinu is the epitome of Hachnot to the Rabbani Shalom. This is what brings it out. This brings out the oimik shuba oimik shuba oimik of what Abraham Avinu was. And it's the same attribute why he was the biggest giver in the world. 
Because Achnoah and Chesed come hand in hand. In the world of Avram, in our world, whatever our Achnoah has to come out in Shalom Bayis, in learning, being machriya to the test that the Abish gives us, whatever. There's a million places where this Achnoah of Eben Hashem Anochi manifests itself in our life. The woman has her avoider, we have our avoider, but that's what makes the perfect bias of Baruch Middabek Be Baruch, because that's what we are. And that's what we have in the essence of the DNA of the person where we can reach that. So Bezat Hashem, should be Zoycha to take this avoider, it's a life avoider, but Laat Laat to reach this level.